Hello, I'm Teresa, co-host of the Earrings Off podcast. Lou and I had the privilege of sitting down with Dr. Jennifer Frazier, a leading expert in the field of bullying and its profound impact on the brain. Bullying and abusive behavior can wreak havoc on the brains of children and adults. In her book, The Bullied Brain, Dr. Frazier writes about the inner workings of the brain and how bullying impacts the brain. She also reveals some evidence-based strategies to reverse the damage to bullied brains. This one is for everyone, the bullied, the bully, and even those who have witnessed bullying. This is information we all should know. Stay tuned as we explore the fascinating intersection of neuroscience and bullying with Dr. Frazier. so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast. Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Today we have with us Jennifer Frazier. Jennifer, welcome to Earrings Off. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Jennifer, we're going to jump right into the questions. What compelled you to write about the bullied brain? Well, I have a PhD in comparative literature, and a lot of people don't know what that means. So let me just unpack that for a sec. When you study comparative literature at University of Toronto, which is where I went, they train you to take different discourses, different, different ways of thinking out of their silos. And you're expected to put them in the arena and see if by putting them together, the conversation changes. So it really wasn't much of a leap for me. I got thrown into a bullying situation at a school where I was a teacher. And the thing that shocked me to my core was it wasn't kids bullying kids in really horrible ways. It was for teachers bullying students. I, I went to the research. I was like, wait a second, what do the psychologists think about this? What do the psychiatrists say about teachers and positions of, of power and trust? What does it do to kids when, when they're treated this way? And then I hit the neuroscience and I was like, oh boy, I took the bullying and I took neuroscience and I put them into the arena together and it changed the conversation in incredible ways. Jennifer, I have to tell you, just hearing the title of your book, The Bully Brain, it was a bit scary to me. So what are some signs or symptoms of a bullied brain? Yeah, that's an excellent question, Lou. So it is, I mean, especially if you're dealing with a young person, like a teenager, we tend to think to ourselves, oh, they're just being moody. You know, they come home from school, they go into their bedroom and they slam the door. And that's not really a healthy sign. That's a sign that a kid 
doesn't have the language to tell you what's going on, doesn't know how to share with you that they think they might be in trouble because it's a teacher who's using homophobic mm. slurs. It's a teacher that's swearing at them and yelling in their face. And, you know, we raise our kids from four years old on to believe that teachers are, are the, they're godlike figures, coaches too. They have the power to tell you what your value is. You don't have your own value. You get it from a teacher or a coach or a parent. So I wanna see us change the dynamic where when we see kids being depressed, we see kids being withdrawn. They're always on their devices. They're not connecting to the adults in their world. Their marks aren't doing well. I mean, what we need to understand in society is kids' marks go down when they're being bullied by peers or other, or other adults because their brain is actually being traumatized. And mm. you can see it on a brain scan. You can see what's wow. wrong with the brain physically on a brain scan when they're being bullied. And most of us don't know that. I was never taught this as a yeah. teacher. Can you imagine? It's right. what all teachers need to know. Mm. And, and we need to teach kids every day. If we've got time for math or Spanish, we've got time to teach them how bullying actually hurts other kids' brains. It's visible on brain scans. And here's the, the big ticket too. The individual who's bullying, their brain's getting damaged too. It's Is not- Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. And Jennifer, you can see this on a brain scan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That that is powerful because that makes it not out in the, you know, etherland or something, but that's very, very real. And you know, it's so hard for parents because when you're wondering what's going on with your kid, and your kid's still in that environment. And so they're vulnerable. Wow. Particularly when it's a teacher. That that is something. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I I would like to know, you know, what can be done um, to heal or overcome a bullet brain? And that's the most important thing for kids and parents and teachers and coaches to know, because the brain is innately wired to repair and recover, just okay. like the body. You get a broken bone, you get a cut, you get a bruise, you get a disease, your body's going to fight it tooth and nail. Same thing with your brain. What people need to know, though, is there's at least 20 years of evidence-based, replicated, peer-reviewed, extensive neurobiology and neuroscientific research that tells us what to do. So in my book, The Bullied Brain, the subtitle is Heal Your Brain and, and Restore Your Health, because all of us are empowered to do it. Now, you guys might be too young to remember, but I'm a bit of an old lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Back in the 1980s. Do you guys remember the fitness revolution where everybody all of a sudden was like, hey, we can dance. We yeah, can I got videos from it, Jennifer. There you go. <laughs> that was one of the greatest times, right? We all yeah. learned, hey, you're not dependent on the doctor to get better. Right. You yeah. don't have to go and get pills. You actually can do aerobic exercise, have a ton of fun yeah. and really improve your health. I think we're at a tipping point for the brain. It's a brain fitness revolution. We can get our brain so much healthier, happier and high performing and it's not expensive and it's it's down to earth practical things we can do and i talk about that in every single chapter of my book wow mm -hmm. mm. so yeah, jennifer yeah. so what do you hope people take away from reading your book the bully brain heal your scars and restore your health what do you hope people take away from that well I guess, you know, being a teacher myself, I've been a teacher for 20 years at all different levels. 
I kind of want teachers to get excited about this. I want them to feel empowered and inspired. We're starting to lose our teachers. It's starting to be so stressful and they feel like they can't help kids and they feel a lot of stress and pressure, which is not a healthy place for them to be. And I want to see them get empowered. I want them to, to read the science and say to themselves, hey, we can make a culture change. We can revolutionize what we're doing in the classroom. And the second they get knowledgeable, they're experts in teaching kids. They teach our kids about brain health and about how to keep their brains healthy, happy, and high performing because they can. That's the beauty of it. So that's my big dream. I want, I mean, I want parents, I want coaches and doctors to care, but really for me, it's the teachers. I think we could do a, a great service to our students by learning this stuff. So you what, want what? people to be able to recognize it, but to also know they can recover. Absolutely. And that there's um, healing through the journey. So that's a Absolutely. wonderful, wonderful message, Jennifer. Yeah. yeah. Well, what advice would you give to the parents? You know, what symptoms, what signs should they look for in their children to know that it might be a symptom of being bullied? I think that the key is conversation. So mm -hmm. the more we give our kids language, correct language to talk about what's going on. I mean, the big problem with us is we can't see our brains and we're very visual creatures. We don't really believe stuff unless we can see it. That's what the mm -hmm. eyewitness is all about. So what we need to do is kind of shine a spotlight on what's going on inside the head. And, you know, the brain is the captain of the ship. It is the thing that controls everything about our lives. And so we need to know it better. We need to become really good friends with our brains. And we need to talk to our brains because the brain developed through evolution. And it does. And so imagine a parent saying this to the kid. Look, your brain developed over time. And it, it believes that when you feel stress, it can't see what's going on. So it believes when you feel stress and you start to pump up adrenaline and you pump up the stress hormone cortisol, it thinks that you're face to face with a predator. So mm -hmm. it's going to give you three options. It's mm -hmm. going to get you to go into fight mode. Mm -hmm. You see a kid being aggressive. If I saw a kid being aggressive at a school, I'd go over to him or her. And I would just say, you know what? Look at me. Look in my eyes. Let's you and me connect here. I'm going to help you walk this one down. We're going to de-escalate because you know what? You're not in any danger from me. And I just want you to look at me. I'm looking at you. Let's talk this out. Let's get some help. Your brain is freaking out. Rightly so, probably. You've probably been threatened before. And, you know, if you think of a dog, a dog that's being beaten will be a dog that the second you come near it to pet it, it's going to put its fur up. It's going to bare its teeth and it's going to growl at you. And if you make one wrong move, it'll lunge. That's a kid. That's a kid acting aggressively. We are creatures, too. So you, we have to learn to have these kind of code words around stress. The other thing kids do and adults do when they're stressed out, they fight, they flight, they don't go to school, they don't go to work, they don't get the project done on time, they procrastinate, they go into flight mode, just like a creature, a deer that runs away, and they freeze. Freeze is the kid in the back of the classroom that you think has no problems because she's silent. Well, guess what? That's not good. She's paralyzed. She's paralyzed with stress and fear. She's not speaking up. She's not laughing with her friends. She's not being a kid and disrupting. She's afraid. And so what we have to do is have this common language so that we say to our kids, look, no matter whatever stress is going on in your life, I don't care if it's being caused by an adult that you think you're supposed to respect. We got to talk about it. I'm your ally. We'll, we'll talk it out and figure it out together. But if you don't feel good, if you feel anxiety, you feel depression, you feel suicidal ideation, let's talk. I'm going to get you the help you need. 
and I'll do the best I can. But that shared vocabulary, parents and kids, crucial. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Jennifer, how um, how are other professionals uh, responding to your book and your research? Well, you know, the so everyone who reads the book, I mean, vast, vast majority, like if you go and look at the comments on mm-hmm. the reviews in Amazon, people feel empowered. They read it and they're like, oh my God, this is exciting. This is empowering. They feel really energized by it because it's like this missing piece we have. And you know, Mm -hmm. the other big analogy I try to use for us to understand, you know, people say to me, oh, the laws will never change. We're never going to change our culture. We'll always be this way. Bullying is natural. I just go, yeah, like smoking. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, again, remember, for us, we grew up, like, right. the doctor would be smoking a cigarette right. while he right. gave you a prescription. He'd yeah. be like, oh, man, you need to take this for your migraine. Yeah. Puff, puff, puff. Yeah. And, you know, it was hammered into us, Marlboro man, we're going to yeah. be tough and strong and yeah. out on our horses. Nobody's going to touch us. Or we're going to be like Audrey Hepburn. Super yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was hammered yeah. into us as kids, right? We believe smoking was the answer to hell. Right, yeah. Okay, and then yeah. we ultimately found out bad news. Guess what? It's correlated with cancer. Now you can't even buy a box of cigarettes without having to look at blackened lungs. Just so you're really clear that if you want to do it, this is the price you might pay. We can do that with bullying. We can change our culture so that you don't remember we'd get on a plane or we'd go to the office or you go to a bar and you could barely breathe. It was like, so Oh my yeah. Yeah. And that's what bullying we're surrounded workplace sports. You read the newspaper politics, Uh, classrooms, we are soaked in bullying. I call it the bullying abuse paradigm. It's gotten normalized, like smoking was normalized. And can we change? Yes, we can. But I don't know, the government's dragging its feet on this. So I think it's got to be a grassroots movement. We got to start making the change ourselves and just say, you know what? If I see somebody bullying someone else, especially an adult to a kid, I just want to go stop. You got to hold on. That's really unhealthy. All the bystanders are getting the secondhand smoke. It's hurting their brains. You're hurting your own brain. Like learn the science on this. This isn't yeah. this isn't like woo-woo. It's science. So yeah. we gotta learn it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. This is such good information. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Um, we have reached um the end of the questions. Um, are there any parting words that you'd like to leave with our audience? I have two key things I want to say. Okay. The first thing is what we all have to do is be really kind to ourselves and to other people because the brain learns by making mistakes. So if you think of a one-year-old learning to walk, that is the capacity and the drive of the human brain. And the fact that it gets scrambled later on and associates mistakes with shame has got to stop. So you think of a one-year-old, they're rolling around on their belly. And the next thing you know, they go, "Mm -mm, I'm going to walk. And they will do everything in their power. And they have no shame. They fall on their backside. (laughs) They get back up again. They cling to the couch. They wobble. They're the most awkward, hilarious thing you've ever seen. They're like penguins. They're so funny. But they don't stop and they don't look at you. They just want to do it. And if we could harness that energy that it's okay, brains make mistakes. That's how we learn. It's how we grow. It's how we get stronger. That I think is a great lesson for people. And then one other lesson I want people to walk away with and remember for kindness to other people and to ourselves, hurt brains hurt. If Mm. your brain has gotten hurt, 
you're not going to act in the healthiest, best ways. You're going to do things. We've all done it. We yell at our, our own kids that we love more than life itself. Yelling is not good for kids' brains. Do we do it? Yes. Are we stressed? Yes. Do we have to beat ourselves up and down? No. It's a mistake. It's how the brain learns. Go to the kid and say, I'm sorry, I lost my cool. You know, and so I want people to remember that with each other. Hurt brains hurt. And we have the craziest ability to heal them. And if we work together, I guess, okay, here, one last final thing. My last final thing is, um, you know, we talk about how once we have food and shelter, then we can start to have higher level things like connection. For the brain, it's just not true. The brain needs connection and belonging as much as it needs food and shelter. The brain can't even develop healthily if it doesn't have connection. So connection's everything. And that's what we, we need our kids to know. Isolation is not an answer. It's always about connection. And so my book is The Bullied Brain. And then that's my handle for everything. So on Instagram, I'm at Bullied Brain. And Twitter, I'm at Bullied Brain. And my website is bulliedbrain.com. And, and there's a contact form there too. And I, if people want to reach out, I do my very, very best to, to answer. I do lots of speaking gigs and workshops. And I work with teachers and, and coaches. And I'm just so, I would love to get the science out there as much as possible. So don't hesitate to contact me. Very good. So again, thank you for coming on to Earrings Off. Thank, thank you. you so much. I love talking to you. Thank you for the great question.